You are a Locked On Braves postcast, part of Locked On Sports Atlanta, your team every day. And hello and welcome into the Braves postcast, part of Locked On Sports Atlanta. Grant McCauley, Jake Mastriani with you after what was, safe to say, an eventful game for the Atlanta Braves, an eventful win for the Atlanta Braves, but it did apparently come at a cost, and it had a little bit of everything. We're going to get into all of it here on the Braves postcast. Make sure you subscribe to Locked On Sports Atlanta right here on YouTube, and make sure you are subscribed to Locked On Braves wherever you get your podcasts. While you're here, if you wouldn't mind, go ahead, hit that like button. And if you like what you hear on the show, make sure you tell a friend as well. All of that helps the show grow. As far as the Braves in this game, they had a lead that just continued to grow throughout the night. But there were some unfortunate lowlights that went along with all the home run highlights we saw in this game. A 14-6 to win over the Miami Marlins. A huge night for Marcelo Zuna, something he's been looking for for quite some time. And for the Braves, six home runs in this game, Jake. Wow, this was just an offensive onslaught for Atlanta tonight. Yeah, I'd like to take some of the credit here. I talked on the podcast on uh, Wednesday about exit velocities and how the Braves are some of the best, or if not the best, in all of baseball. And boy, did they have some big exit velocity numbers in this game. Yeah, you know, sometimes you just have to speak it into existence. I was tweeting a little bit about Austin Riley maybe needing to get into that whole launch angle thing that he had going the last couple of years. He launched a home run in this game as well. Let's jump inside the box score where we all could feel pretty good about what the final numbers were there. Whether or not we were the great prognosticators of this kind of game, you'll take it nonetheless. Game number 31 of the year for the Braves, now 21-10, and 10, 14 runs on 18 hits, one error, five men left aboard, 38 total bases. We don't usually get into that one as far as line scores are concerned, but that'll play, as they say. Marlins now 16-15 and 15 as they continue to have trouble beating the Braves. Half a dozen runs, 12 hits, no errors, seven men left on base. Colin McHugh picked up the win in relief because... One of the lowlights of this game was Kyle Wright being forced out with a shoulder issue, which we'll talk about a little bit more. That happened in the third inning. McHugh kind of able to bridge the gap for the Braves, who did lean on the bullpen, and the bullpen was able to at least hold serve in this game as the offense continued its job. Braxton Garrett, meanwhile, this will be a start. He'll want to file in the forget-me pile. One and one now on the year. No save in a game that lasted two hours, 47 minutes. Crowd of 10,248 paid to see it. And we always start with the starting pitcher, typically for the Braves, you know, Jake, because it's usually a big part of how they won a game or why things might not have gone the Braves way. Kyle Wright tonight, leaving with a shoulder issue. The team is calling it shoulder soreness. Brian Snitker said after the game, Wright is headed for the injured list. Two plus innings, six hits, four runs, three earned, a walk and three punch outs, 55 pitches for Wright. He had a first inning that looked very different from his second inning and clearly the third inning. He wasn't around very long. Yeah, you just really hate to see it. You hope this isn't going to turn into a really big thing for Kyle Wright to the point where perhaps it comes a lost season. I don't think we're to that point yet, but it's got to be devastating for him, you know, having the the cortisone ejection in the offseason because of that uh, shoulder issue he's having, starting the year on the I.O., coming back. It was just looking back. We talked about it yesterday. It's starting mm-hmm. to look like he was getting back to himself, and now he has this. It's just it, – I really hate hate it for the player, for the guy who, you know, works so hard to get back out there. But clearly something's going on with that shoulder. He's going to need, as Snicker said, more time on the injured list mm-hmm. to try to get that right. But 
again, I just have this feeling it's going to be a longer stretch of time off now. I mean, it's the second time that it's happened. You want to make sure you get that healed up and it doesn't become a huge thing down the road. But just really unfortunate for Kyle Wright and that starting pitching depth is going to be tested once again. And as you said, we were finally getting that rotation fully healthy. I mean, best in all of baseball right now. And now you're taking another blow, losing a guy who won 21 games for you last year. Yeah, it's really unfortunate. I mean, we're sitting here in the first week of May. I talked about this on local radio here in Atlanta on 92.9 The Game. I mean, he won 21 games last year, hasn't picked up his first victory of the season, was hoping that that would change tonight, especially on a night that the Braves are going to score 14 runs. But for Kyle, it really started to show in the second inning. There was a little bit of a velocity drop. I went back through and looked at it. Uh, almost 95 miles an hour on fastballs in the first inning as far as four-seamers are concerned. He was still 93.6, I believe, was the last four-seam fastball that he threw in the last batter he faced in the uh, third inning. So not a huge drop, but he didn't look the same, and I really thought he was kind of whipping the ball outside of the strike zone quite a bit in that troublesome second inning for him. So, yeah, you hate to see that. I talked to Kyle throughout the spring when he had come back off the injured list, made his rehab start in Gwinnett. Everything was feeling good. He said, yeah, I feel like I did the right thing. I got the injection. I took the time I needed to get ready and get back, and now it's time to get back in the swing of things. So you do hate it for him. And, of course, we'll see how long this setback is for Kyle Wright. But you know, and we've seen, Jake, with the Braves and these injuries, they're not going to take any chances trying to force guys through things, especially here in the first month or two, the first half, because you want them for the long haul, and you got to kind of find out what can they do to help Kyle get right, no pun intended, with this shoulder injury. And I think it helps as well. The team's gotten off to a good start. Yeah. And it's kind of, you know, I think if they really needed Rysel Iglesias, I think he'd be up right now. But, you know, with the way things are going for the Braves and they're continuing to win, they can they have this ability to be able to slow play some of these injury, injuries and be cautious with some of these guys early on. And because of that depth as well that we've talked about, it's really afforded the Braves the opportunity to sit some of these guys out who are hurting and to try to make sure they get it taken care of now so that they're healthy at the right time at the end of the season. We know that's what's most important for this Braves team. Talked about it before. I feel like this Braves team is going to make the postseason. It would be somewhat shocking if they didn't. The key yeah. is making sure you have the guys healthy and playing their best at the right time come the postseason because we've seen a difference. Last year's team, much better than the year before, but the year before they were playing the best baseball at the right time. That wasn't the case last year. So you do want to try to knock these things out, get these guys healthy for the end of the season. And again, because of the good start the Braves have had, it's afforded them the opportunity to kind of maybe slow play some of these guys. Yeah, and think about this too. When you look at the postseason of 2022, Spencer Strider was dealing with the oblique issue. Clearly that had not you know healed up and he had to take some time off at the worst possible time. Max Fried was sick as a dog. Kyle Wright was the guy that went out there and won your only postseason game in the NLDS. Now there's just some question about, you know, what is his status going to be going forward? We'll find out. We're getting way ahead of ourselves with any postseason talk. But clearly, if the Braves are lining up their best possible roster to make a run through October, you have to imagine Kyle Wright central to that plan. So they want to get him healthy, get him going. We're going to talk about the Braves offense. They got it going in a big way with half a dozen home runs in this game, including two from Marcelo Zuna. And the red-hot streak of Ozzy Albies continued in this one as well. We'll get to all of that after I tell you about our new sponsor, So Rare, a revolutionary fantasy baseball game and marketplace transforming fans into owners with officially licensed digital cards from all 30 MLB teams. Unlike your other fantasy baseball platforms, So Rare managers truly own their fantasy experience. You collect, you buy, you sell, and compete with player cards against global opponents to win prizes. And win or lose, you still own your cards, and there's no cost to play. 
Head over to SoRare.com slash LockedOn to draft your team of player cards, set your lineup, and start competing today to win epic rewards. That's SoRare.com slash LockedOn to start playing today. Well, let's talk about the Braves offense, which I would say on this day, runs were not as rare as they have been on some. They were, in fact, plentiful. Marcel Ozuna got it started with a grand slam in the second inning. The Braves scored seven runs in that frame. For some reason, Braxton Garrett came back out after that, and that still baffles the mind. But uh, we'll leave that for you know locked on Marlins to figure out. And good luck with that, Peter Pratt. But you know, we've needed to see some kind of signs of life from Marcelo Zuna if he's going to continue to have a roster spot or get at bats with this team. Brian Snitker has said, and he said it again after this game: if you if you're hitting, you're going to play. And for Marcel, those at bats had kind of dried up. He didn't play much, and, and if at all, in that Mets series. Now you see. Two-hit day against Sandy Alcantara. Three-hit day, two home runs, including the Grand Slam, to get himself going. The Braves have been patient with this. They've been hoping Marcel's going to give them a reason to kind of feel vindicated for that patience. A game like this and a series thus far like this would go a long way towards helping Marcel finally get himself on track. Yeah, I think Marcel's counting how many more games the Braves have left against the Marlins because he obviously loves playing against his former team. But look, we said it all along. I know I said it during the offseason. I've said it during the season. Ozuna's capable of getting hot and hitting home runs in bunches. It's what happens in those two to three week, four week stretches sometimes in between there where he just gives you absolutely nothing and he becomes an automatic out in your lineup is where he really hurts you. But he has the power. He hits the ball extremely hard. We know that. So he's capable of giving you these type of performances every now and then. And it's great, you know, to see a good credit to him. Like you said, hasn't got a lot of playing time lately, gets put into the lineup and produces. So, you know, credit to him for staying ready, getting his opportunity, making the most of it. We'll see how long this lasts. But, you know, again, Michael Harris, we'll talk about hurt on this one. You may need somebody to step up here pretty soon hopefully it's nothing serious there but good for for ozuna either way again being ready getting his name called and coming through giving the braves a reason to put him in as we said yesterday he has to earn this Mm -hmm. playing time at this point and right now he's doing it yeah these past couple of games have been a big boost for marcel as he's been able to push the batting average up what 40 or 50 points at this point that's not nothing when you're talking about moving into may it happens a lot in april it can go up and down with an 0 for 4 or a 3 for 3 Gets a little bit harder when you get off to the slow start that he did. But putting Marcel to the side, he did have a great game. Knocked in five of the Braves' 14 runs. Hit two of the Braves' six homers. We also saw Michael Harris. You mentioned him. Big home run off a lefty, a no-doubter for him. Ronald Acuna Jr., homer number six on the year for Harris. That was his first, by the way. Austin Riley, homer number six. That's a good sign. And Ozzie Albies, his team-leading ninth home run of the year. It was a lineup. It is a lineup that we know is capable of hitting the long ball. They dialed up the long ball quite a bit in this game. Ozzy four for five with his home run as the average up to 275. He's been red hot, Jake, for about three weeks. Continues to drive in uh, runs in bunches for the Braves. Finding his way on base. He just looks really confident at the plate right now. Yeah, he does. And again, we've talked about it a lot over the last week or so as he's been hot. And it's great for this lineup. But Everybody on this night. I mean, every every starter had a hit. Every starter scored a run. 22 hard-hit balls by the Braves in this game. I talked about the exit velocities earlier. I mean, just crazy numbers. Acuna had the hardest hit ball of the game at 116.7 miles per hour. That one went for a double play, but the one that he hit 114.2 miles per hour put a dent in the batter's eye out in center field. Just absolutely crushed and this was Braxton Garrett a guy who came in only allowing one home run on the year 
and the Braves tagged him in this one uh, in, a, in a ballpark that is not generally known for allowing a lot of home runs. So again, it just goes to speak to the power of this lineup up and down when they're clicking like they were on this night, just a ton of power, six home runs, eight extra base hits showing you what this lineup can do. Yeah. And they can do a lot. We mentioned the 38 total bases for this lineup as well. You brought up Ronald Acuna jr. Uh, He had that home run in this game. He hit the ball hard a lot. Unfortunately for him, he's probably (laughs) going to want to forget that final at bat against uh, Jacob Stallings, the Marlins catcher who was on the mound position player pitching alert. I don't find it to be that much fun anymore, and Ronald didn't enjoy that punch out. But I think in a night like this, a season like this that he's had, he's probably going to forget about that sooner than later. And oh, by the way, congratulations to Ronald Acuna Jr., National League Player of the Month for April. He's off to a fine start in May. If he wants to go ahead and make it back-to-back months, I think that would go a long way towards helping the Braves out. And we do need to to discuss Michael Harris, who had a two-hit game in this one, both those hits against lefties. I was feeling pretty good about you know the night that was coming together for Michael, uh, but then an injury for him as he has a jammed right knee, according to the team. It happened as he kind of stumbled on the other side of first base, kind of trying to bring himself to a stop. Just his footing, it got a little bit tangled up there. That was the top of the sixth inning. It took a minute for him to get up and leave, but he did leave under his own power. Team is calling it a jammed knee. Brian Snitker said after the game, while Kyle Wright will head to the injured list, they're going to give Michael a day, probably stay away from him on Thursday reevaluate him in the morning but the Braves just got Michael Harris back after a 19 game absence they'd like to keep him around but that was certainly a scare yeah similar situation to Kyle Wright a guy who you know began the year banged up you get him back he gets his first home run seems like his swings coming together and then this happens and it's just you feel you feel for the player the guy who worked hard to come back and now has this. Hopefully it's nothing major. You saw it happen. It looked like it was going to be something very serious. Hopefully that is not the case, and it is just a jam the knee, as they said, which I can't imagine. That feels very good either, but could have been a lot, lot worse for Michael Harris and the Atlanta Braves. So hopefully he's back pretty soon. We saw Acuna kind of do this a couple of times several years ago as well, running through first base. But uh, again, just really hope it's nothing bad here for Michael Harris and he can come back because again, was starting to finally look like himself. And with everybody else going in the lineup right now, get Michael Harris back in there going, obviously you know what he brings defensively. It just puts the Braves on a whole nother level. Yeah, so we'll be monitoring the injury status of Michael Harris over the next few days, but it is just something as simple as a jam knee, maybe a little bit of hyperextension that went on, a couple of days of rest. Hopefully he can avoid the injured list for the second time already this season. We'll all find out together. We're also going to talk a little bit about Game 3 of this series as the Braves are looking to go for a sweep of the Miami Marlins, and we'll see if they're able to pull that off. We'll talk about tomorrow's starting pitcher as well as all the other things you need to know about this series as the Braves continue their week. But I need to tell you about Rocket Money. First, Rocket Money is a personal finance app that finds and cancels your unwanted subscriptions, monitors your spending, and helps you lower your bills all in one place. Stop throwing money away, cancel unwanted subscriptions, and manage your expenses the easy way by going to rocketmoney.com slash lockedonmlb. That's rocketmoney.com slash lockedonmlb. Now let's talk a little bit about Thursday. As we mentioned, Cal Wright going to be heading to the injured list. Braves have not... I don't believe announced that move officially yet, but that is going to be a thing that happens. Dylan Dodd, the lefty, is going to be brought up. Max Fried was originally penciled in to start the game. He's going to be pushed back to Friday. That was already planned before all of this went on with Kyle Wright. So just if you're holding your breath at all with that, Max Fried was scheduled to throw on Friday against Baltimore at Truist Park. Dylan Dodd coming up, got two starts before going back down to Gwinnett, where he has pitched okay. 
Uh, one and one, though, 771 ERA. Uh, great start against the Cardinals. Not so great start against the Padres. But we know that Dylan Dodd has the profile that the Braves like, and they have seen him you know, show them a little bit of the promise. Hopefully he can tap into that and give the Braves at least five quality innings to help them maybe stretch out that bullpen just a little bit or save the bullpen just a little bit in the finale against Jesus Lazardo, fellow lefty, who will be on the mound, a tough customer for the Marlins. Yeah, big ask for Dylan Dodd here because the Braves were looking at possibly doing a bullpen game here, and then they ended up having a bullpen game they didn't know they were going to have with Kyle yeah. Wright leaving early. So they're going to be hoping Dylan Dodd can get them a lot of innings in this one. An audition for Dylan Dodd, another opportunity here. Don't know how long Kyle Wright's going to be out for, but – you know, I think right now it's you know, Dodd was lined up to pitch. He was supposed to start in Thursday in Gwinnett, so the obvious choice here. But he comes out and pitches well. I think he'll earn himself another spot in the rotation or another turn in the rotation. So hopefully he can do so. I want to see him, you know, be more confident in his stuff. Uh, we know he likes to pound the strike zone. Hitters now know that he likes to pound the strike zone. I think that maybe that hurt him a little bit in that Padres game that he had. But looking forward to see what he can do. He had two really good starts, as you mentioned, in Gwinnett. And then his last one uh, was pretty bad for him. Gave up uh, six earned in, in three innings in his last start in AAA. So looking forward to Dylan Dodd, seeing what he can do. And hopefully the Braves can get a sweep. Another little stat line for you to take a look at, or another good statistic for the Braves here in 2023. They've been road warriors and 14 and three now away from Truist Park. 500 club at home. I think that'll change as the season wears on, of course, but you'll take this kind of work on the road, no matter who you are or where you play. It is never a guarantee to play this kind of ball away from home. Best road record in MLB right now. So, Dylan Dodd will be looking to help the Braves add to that. He's a lefty on the mound for Atlanta. Southpaw Jesus Lazardo, who has really, I think, started to show some promise for the Miami club. He's 2-1, and one, a 3.48 ERA. He'll be looking to help the Marlins avoid a sweep at the hands of the Atlanta Braves. That'll bring us to the end of the Locked On Sports Atlanta Braves postcast. As always, make sure you're subscribed here on YouTube. Click the bell to get notified. And if you made it this far, go ahead and leave us a like. It rewards you and us with a nice little thumbs up. And please leave a comment if you like. This was a pretty good game with a lot to comment on, and we always appreciate those. Make sure you subscribe to Locked on Braves wherever you get your podcast. Jake's got you covered with all kinds of great stuff year-round, and you get every episode of the postcast in audio form as well, so a nice little bonus uh, from us to you. So make sure you subscribe to Locked on Braves wherever you get your podcast. He's Jake Mastroianni. I'm Grant McCauley. Once again, your final score, 14-6. to The Braves take it in a roller coaster, kind of emotional night for Atlanta. A couple of injuries, but a big-time win for the Braves who go for the sweep of the Marlins on Thursday afternoon. We will catch you after that game. And until then, so long, everyone. Hey, this is Stacey Gotsoulias. D.C. Lundberg. Ryan Finkelstein. Taylor Blake Ward. Host of Locked on Yankees. Locked on Mariners. Locked on Mets. Locked on Angels. And you're listening to Locked on Braves. Locked on Braves. Locked on Braves. Part of the Locked on Podcast Network. 